Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 25, I think. Y'all, I need to be honest. I have no idea what episode number we're on. Um, We've got many episodes and bonus episodes and our forecasts and our 4 and 40. And I promise I'm going to straighten this out. The Magic Spark is getting a little glow up in the next few months. And that will include more editing and admin support. So just hang in there with me. I keep it real. At the time of this recording, it's me. And my amazing husband and business partner, Matteo, editing everything. So it's the content I care about, the quality and the goods on the inside, not really the episode number. But if you care, I'm going to figure it out for you soon-ish. So this episode and all episodes are brought to you by my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. And if you're listening to this episode the week it's published, Unicorn Wellness turns 10 years old this week. What the hell, everybody? Our business baby is a decade old. That's some real time logged, my friends. Check out my Instagram feed for a little 411 on this birthday for us. I'm super proud of us. Um, Mateo, me. Shout out to our accounts manager and customer service unicorn, Sean Keith, and to all of our amazing members. We literally wouldn't be here without you. So happy birthday to my unicorns and thank you for 10 years. Apparently, today we're doing some housekeeping. And so this is the last one on my list. Um, my always eagerly awaited group magical mentoring program is about to reopen. And if you're feeling called to fall in love with yourself, like never before to shine your sacred heart, to be love and to be loved more abundantly this year, I would love for you to schedule an exploration call with me um, the week of February 28th through March 4th. We are working with Aphrodite, with Mary Magdalene, the wound of worthiness, and straight up cultivating unconditional self-love. So please head to the link below in the show notes to read the full details about this spring session of group magical mentoring. The details are in that link below. Um, this will be a four-month mentoring program, and you're going to need to schedule your time to call and chat with me to explore if it's a fit for you or not. I am not all about somebody just swiping their credit card and going, I'm in. Because we work as a group. Um, it is a very loving community, and we need to make sure that everyone's energy is going to match with each other and be a benefit and be supportive. Um, and if in that phone call, somehow we find out that group magical mentoring isn't a fit, we get to spend 30 minutes together. And I'm happy to also give um, recommendations on other programs or places and spaces or healers or practitioners who might be a better fit if group magical mentoring isn't resonating this time. Okay. I'm really excited about this. We have 15 spaces available for group magical mentoring. Who's pulling up their seat to the goddess table with me in March? All right. Also, in this episode, when I was preparing it, it got really long. Um, but I love Pisces energy so much. I'm going to raise my hand and you're not going to be able to see it, but I have a Pisces moon. This season is a culmination of 
all of last year. And it's really important. So please hang in there with me on the length of this episode. It's very on brand. Like we're not throwing in anything really extra or weird. It's just important (laughs) to the channels that I, uh, you know, move through me for you to hear and really be working with this season's energies. There's a lot of messaging that wants to get through to you right now. Okay. So today we're diving into Pisces season and it's all about the purging, releasing, and the healing ocean of emotion it offers us February 19th through March 20th, 2023. And as always, I'll facilitate our single card tarot forecast for us later in the episode. Okay. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. For my forecast episodes, you may feel called to listen more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle and midway through. If you're having a really rough time in a particular zodiacal season, listen again at the end of the cycle. Listening multiple times to a forecast is powerful as you discover how my particular channeled messages actually play out in your particular life. It also helps our energies sync and aids in our ability to synthesize and integrate the guidance for clarity, growth, and balance in your actual life. I offer these forecasts in support for your unfoldment, your empowerment, and your healing in this lifetime. I can't wait to hear what your magic spark is in this episode. You can always slide into my DMs on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez to share with me. I love to be in process with you. So before we do the structured dive into Pisces season. I want to offer you channeled messaging that's coming through for 2023. It's important to remember that in my book, we're not even in 2023 yet. I personally don't prescribe to the Gregorian New Year, the traditional New Year's Eve, December 31st here in the Northern Hemisphere and that January 1st sort of stuff. I'm all about the astrological new year at the start of Aries season at the spring equinox next month. We're still in shadow work season over here, y'all. We're still reevaluating. And I'm going to use the word should. We should be planning, plotting, and practicing for what we will launch, create, ignite, and truly begin in just a mere few weeks. And this is so important because the energy right now has us feeling like we should go and run and do. All planets are stationed in a forward moving direction until April 21st. However, this period of time, let's say February 15th to March 21st, is about fueling the inner fire to plot, prep, and practice in order to lay sturdy foundations. Don't get moving too fast. There is still release, purge, mourning, grief, and loss to come. I know y'all are like, I don't want to do any of that. That sounds terrible. But this is what Pisces season is all about. And so if we try to skip, you know, the lessons and the alchemy, we're going to end up skipping the manifestations and the blessings too. Okay. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, thank you. We're almost a year old. We know that the fall in the Northern Hemisphere, the energy asked us to take to the underworld for shadow work as it always does in that season. And in winter, which we're still in, it is asking us, it prefaced us, it warned us <laughs> that to go deeper into the underground during this winter season in the Northern Hemisphere so that we can not only receive our manifestations and healings in 2023 that 2023 offers us, but also be bolstered enough not just to receive them, but to hold and to grow them. 
So the phrase that keeps coming through now to work with is at what cost? Now, please put your magic spark and your unicorn wellness ears on (laughs) that when you hear into this, right, this is akin to our mantra, I no longer lie to myself. This phrase, these phrases are not about disaster. This isn't about our perceptions of loss, of fault, or mistake. It arrives via the Five of Swords in the Tarot, which most people perceive as the card of arguments and fighting and conflict with words, which that's not wrong. But this year, it's asking us to shift our voice. Five is the number of change. Swords are about our intellect, our acumen, our thought process, our words, as well as our subconscious programming when it's through me. Okay. And so here we have this change of words and voice and how we think about things. Okay. It's actually offering this gorgeous olive branch and this, there's a softness to it. It's going to resonate and manifest as softness, but the initial experience will still be like cutting out the bullshit. Okay. So this year is asking us to shift our voice, to be clear about wants and desires, what works for us, what doesn't work for us. And yes, this is about empowered boundaries and sacred goddess energy that allows us to receive this. Let's go ahead and call it a mantra. (laughs) It's a question, right? At what cost is calling to us with a perspective of the hanged one from the tarot? To remember that when we don't speak up, when we don't get clear, when we don't set boundaries and we don't engage in uncomfortable discourse, when we don't ask for what we want or what we need, it comes at the cost of our joy, our abundance, our healing. It comes at the cost of our peace and our personal power. It also can come at the cost of opportunities and blessings. So roll over that question. What is the cost? At what cost? You may need to set some boundaries. Say some things people are uncomfortable with. You may need to ask for clarification. What exactly did you mean by that? And the cost of your words, your shift in words and voice, may actually be the increase of self-worth at a profit of self-love. It's a little bit like listening in reverse. So this is where the hanged one comes in, right? The hanged one in the tarot asks us to shift our perspective. The hanged one has us feeling stuck and like, caught up in the damn tree. We just walked into a trap. But the offering here is to see things from a different perspective, right? To go, where am I feeling hamstrung and held back? And how can I learn from this? And how can I get curious? And what is it teaching me? And where's the gift in it? Because I know that always sounds a little like pie in the sky and like the spiritual whitewashing that I fucking hate. But there is something to learn. And there is a blessing in it. And in this season in particular, the universe is saying there's a blessing in it. So like when, you know, a business opportunity falls apart or all of a sudden a friend you've had, like you're just, they're not communicating anymore for us to, instead of being like sad anger mode, go, thank you. Because I know that means they, we don't resonate. It's not for my highest and greatest good. So thank you for removing this frequency that is no longer a fit. We don't have to understand it. We just have to honor it and be in witness and in trust, right? Instead of being like, oh my God, what did I do? And how do I get them back? And how do I fix this? Don't, (laughs) don't practice the, I don't really understand why, but thank you for this removal. Okay. Because then that is an attitude of gratitude, a little cheesy and cheeky, but it leaves the space for the miracle. Okay. So rather than hearing it as the warning of what mistake you will make, right? At what cost? Hear this question, 
this mantra, this phrase we're going to work with, hear it with the intention of what, of what blessing will you gain? As always, say the thing, do the thing, do not abandon yourself, use your voice. And yes, your voice might shake and it probably will. And it may feel really uncomfortable on the inside. No, it's going to land uncomfortably, but you're still going to have to do it because you need to stand up for yourself and allow someone else to hold that space. People may surprise you, right? This is about taking up space. Get curious. Assume your feelings and thoughts are worth exploring because my love, they are. And when you find yourself in conflict, and feeling like you might just avoid discomfort. <laughs> hey, Pisces season. Don't. Step into it. What can it teach you? What can you gain from it? So keep working the mantra, I no longer lie to myself. Amazing things will blossom from it. Receive the blessings of remembering you are a divine child of the cosmos and earth, and you deserve a beautiful, abundant life. It's a lie to believe anything less. And begin working with, at what cost? When you need to make a decision, choose the harder thing. Now, I know there's so much about receiving and moving into divine feminine energies and let it be easy. And I'm not saying we don't have seasons of that and that we don't need to work on cultivating that. But that is not what is resonating and running through this cycle of energy. This is pushing us and moving us into integrity with your sacred soul. Now, maybe it's not in line with your current self. But be clear, it's in alignment with your sacred self. Those are different things. So invoke your blessings by choosing and doing the harder thing that you know is the right thing, right? The right thing is not usually the easy thing. And within this season, pepper in a little. I am ready to be loved and you will have lit a sacred flame at your core that's going to have you growing into more peace more calm abundance joy and self-love in 2023 more than ever before all right my loves pardon the quick interruption but i wanted to share a review from one of our unicornwellnessstudio.com members for my entire life, I have struggled to find an exercise platform that truly works for me. I have done it all. Gym memberships, personal trainers, accountability buddies, home gym, exercise equipment, and on and on and on until one day a friend introduced me to Tandy's work. My mind was blown. It is by far the most gorgeous creation imaginable. I admittedly have not been the most consistent student. But when I have been ready to return, I do. I keep coming back again and again. And there's no shame. And there's no judgment. Unicorn wellness is the biggest blessing in my life on a daily basis. The support from this community of amazing humans is like nothing I have never experienced before. It is there for me as my life waxes and wanes, and I always know that it will greet me with kindness and compassion at every turn. It's been a rocky road for the last few years for me, so I took a leap of faith and signed up for Tandy's Magical Mentoring Program. One group and two private magical mentoring sessions later, I'm developing into the best version of myself. I have so much more process and learning to do. But the flexibility, forgiveness, accountability, and support is unprecedented. If you're looking for a unique, one-of-a-kind, life-transforming way, Unicorn Wellness is the best place to be. What's waiting for you is nothing short of pure magic. Okay, now on to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> 
the sun officially shifts into Pisces on February 19th here in the Northern Hemisphere. As always, remember, both the Northern and Southern Hemispheres experience the same energies of the Zodiac at the same time, even though our seasons are different. This messaging is for everyone listening. There is flow offered this season. Things are still moving forward. There is still momentum. There is healing about to be offered, but it may feel like a dam being opened rather than like sliding into a warm bath. Please don't get scared, y'all. It could be either, (laughs) but be prepared for the deluge, okay? I'm saying this because there are big gifts. There are big manifestations. There are big breakthroughs and giant healings on the table in 2023. But if we don't handle our shadows and the deep emos and the feels coming up, we will miss the big blessings and manifestations. We will. And I don't want any of you to miss it. I don't want to miss them. So we've got to be willing to lean into the uncomfortable, like, oh, sticky. Oh, my God, this conversation again. right? It's coming. So get ready and don't say you weren't warned or armed and prepared and bolstered with tools of navigation. Okay. Big emotions are coming. Unexpected feels, opportunities, and blessings that have been waiting in the wings for years to come through are lining up behind the scenes now. Creativity will be on high and connection to source is going to get real. Okay. This is the loudest time of year aside from sawing. That's Halloween, y'all. For messages to get from the spiritual realm to us here in the 3D. Nothing is coincidence or a mistake in this season. If you are navigating as if it is, you will be remiss in harnessing the goods. If you're asking, is this a message? The answer is yes. The universe does indeed have our back, but do we have our own back? That's really the question right now. We're going to get tapped this cycle to put up boundaries, to choose ourselves over others, to be warriors for our dreams, to protect our peace and our energy, to get and stay grounded, and to be the magic we want to see in the world. Pisces, the two fish swimming in opposite directions, constantly working the balance and flow between reality and fantasy. Or as I tend to explain Pisces, it's the ocean of emotion of the Zodiac. It's the wise divine feminine, the oracle that offers us intuitive knowing, psychic gifts, wisdom, empathic magic, creativity, escapism, whimsy, love, and loyalty. Pisces offers us the deep feels of kindness, self-sacrifice, healing, and compassion. And it floats, and it may seem flaky or too sensitive in all the ways, okay? Emotionally, physically, all of it. But in balance, it offers powerful, soft patience, I mean, clarity, and this gentle power that can erode mountains. Pisces has no boundaries by nature. Water can get anywhere. Y'all ever been in a flood or had a leak? I know you know what I'm saying. Meaning it can go and carve out unseen paths to unimaginable things. It can equally capsize in fatigue, resentment, and fragility because it does not learn to create boundaries and actually has a benefit in playing and being the victim. So you may not be able to put a fence on the ocean, right, in general, but you can learn to wear a wetsuit or drive a submarine. Pisces must learn that it is in the ocean of emotions, not the ocean itself. So take note in the cycle where you feel poked or triggered. Remember that where you are triggered, it is not the other person's fault. 
y'all the wound right is is not our fault but the healing is our responsibility so where we are trigger triggered these are like really cool places and spaces to go huh why am i having this really big response to this how can i learn more about myself how can i navigate differently what blessing can i receive from this <laughs> Okay. So be aware of what, where, and who triggers you into feeling small, little, or helpless in the world, too sensitive, right? These are things to take note of. Equally, take note of where you feel loved, where you feel comforted, where you feel held and seen and like good grief, straight up happy or peaceful, right? Happy can sometimes be mistaken and be in this adrenaline, like excitement phase, but like true happiness is like peaceful. It's kind of like the nothingness. So take full awareness of who and what spaces love you out loud versus loving you in the shadows or feeding you lip service. They'd say pretty words, but they are not showing up like that because love is an action. Feelings, right? Pisces is all the feelings. So feelings are incredible data points, but they aren't facts. Gosh, I get to throw so much shade because I have a Pisces moon. <laughs> it's still hard sometimes. I'm like, I really feel all of this. And I'm like, but that is not a fact right? So discerning reality versus fantasy is the deal here. It's what's on tap. What are the stories we are telling ourselves that we just made up, you know, versus what's actually happening and going on. It's important to pause and to process that and to ask those things. Pisces can slide into the overwhelmed, whiny, someone please come save me energy just as easily as slipping into its empowered, quiet, knowing, wise, feeling, patient transformations. Pisces says go deeper by realizing where we get drug under by the toe. It says work with the tide to move ourselves along. It asks us to honor the sweetness of softness and pleasure and balance with making change and doing some things we'd rather not do. Adult, a little better. Self-parent, just a little harder. Embrace emotional maturity. Let some shit fucking go. Let it go, y'all. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable and be clear there's a difference in safety versus discomfort. We never want to be in unsafe spaces. And the season invites us to not only explore these edges of like safe versus comfort, right? And it also offers us finally understanding the difference. So this is a time of swimming with both humanity and divinity, our only real true assignment in this lifetime. It calls us to get more sleep because Pisces needs all the sleep. And I'm talking like nine plus hours a night. I know some of y'all just fell out of your seat, but it's true, right? It's the dream spaces. It's the astral realm. So you may be tired and that's okay. There may be nothing wrong. You just need to spend more time in that astral space get hydrated because water folks half your body weight in ounces of water a day big time set more time alone in the season whatever that means to you whatever you typically do you're going to need more pisces needs to be alone again it's super permeable energy and not all pisces energy has no boundaries so everybody's stuff becomes your stuff and you're going to need time to process that and to sift and sort Schedule time to wander in this season, right? It's a different wandering than, say, Sagittarian energy, but it's a little fishy that's like, hey, I'm just going to float over here, and hey, I'm going to swish over here, and I'm going to need some time to do that. Pisces offers a very floaty, magical, spaced-out energy that can either have us accomplishing nothing and backsliding or integrating deep truths of the soul and emotions for grand transformations and wise growth. Pisces ends the zodiac wheel. 
Okay. It ends the astrological year. Be clear. My opinion, the most powerful energy it offers us is release. Don't drag old shit into the new year, right? Manifestation 101, you have to release in order to receive. So in this cycle, let go, remove, cleanse, cry. Pisces ritualizes and returns the sacredness of grief mourning and loss in direct proportion to love and healing. There is a die-off that will be followed by rebirth and new growth come Aries season. So Pisces, it's sacred, it's deep, it's intense, as well as gentle, soft, and fluid, right? This balance of reality versus fantasy, it's such this very delicate interplay of having imagination and aiming for the stars as well as being like honest and practical like can you get to the stars without a ship you know like we're gonna need some tools here so pisces season also has us dealing with and working with and brings up topics of escapism right fantasy and know that there's you know constructive escapism like a little Netflix binge may be exactly what your heart needs to create some space in order to sift and sort, recalibrate and, and center yourself. But Pisces also has this, I'd rather be in a fantasy land so I don't have to feel so much and I don't have to do the uncomfortable grown-up, you know, integrous things and can have us overindulging, right, in alcohol, in drugs, in, in escapist practices. And that language is probably really clunky, but you know where I'm going here, right? Like we can use anything at a balance or an imbalance and Pisces will want to escape doing the hard stuff. And, and make ways of like, oh, this just really feels good and self-soothe in non-constructive ways. And only you can really know where those lines are for you. Because I believe <laughs> in balance in all things. And like some things aren't an issue for people and it's really fine. And so there's no judgment here. It's just you really need to have at least a moment in Pisces season that goes, am I trying to escape dealing with the real reality here? Or am I practicing constructive escapism to recharge and renew and remember that there's still fun, there's still play, there's still joy, there's still release in this lifetime, and then I'm going to go back and do the hard thing, okay? So Pisces is represented by the moon card in the tarot, and this card asks us to explore the depths of our psyche, our fears, and therefore our shadows in order to truly harness the flow of imagination and constructive fantasy, right? For a life by design versus a life by default. There are major alerts with Pisces energy, right? Um, of whether you're keeping yourself down and in victim mode because you're feeling everything or if you're healing at another level, because you're willing to go deeper and to get darker, you know, it's like when you go to the bottom of the ocean and they say, you kind of get the bends and then you can't tell which way is up or down. You know, kind of think of Leonard Cohen's, you want it darker. Pisces can be witchy as fuck. And this could be hungry ghosts trying to pull you down and back. Right. But the moon says, go there. Once you do, you'll move out of it sooner the moon is the fastest moving of these celestial planets and bodies and it cruises through a sign every two two and a half days it feels everything but it was like that feeling's gonna pass it's gonna be okay we're gonna transition so be more committed to your future than the past and be most of all willing to let go of old stories of the past whether they be true or not sometimes you can just shut the book and move on we all have Pisces in our charts somewhere. So we're all working with this energy in this season in similar yet different ways. And for those who are Pisces natives, right? With the sun rising or moon in your natal chart, welcome home, my empathic healers, my sensitives, my psychics, intuitives, and channels. Those versed in floating in and out of the liminal spaces Thank you 
for your continually siphoning magic into this 3D experience. For those who are super sensitive to water energy, it may feel like it's so emotional. Everything's dramatic and chaotic and whimsical and romantic or sweet. And you may be wishing for anything to escape La La Land. Get curious about that. Why do you resist an emotional process? Practical self-care tactics in Pisces season. We've mentioned a few already. But here's some more. Cling to grounding. Get on the mat. Lean into floral herbal teas. The flowers are calling, particularly blue lotus, um, for all the reasons, because it's a water flower. Drink more water, meditate, get outside, swim, walk by the water, listen to ocean sounds or falling rain sounds. I mean, if you can get some real rain, get it. Lay on the floor. Um, or on the earth on the ground outside in constructive rest position or legs up the wall, um, as we did in Aquarius season, and eat some seaweed, okay? Um, water is the element of emotions, of love, of spiritual connections and spirit itself. Ultimately, it's unconditional love. That's the frequency. And when we learn to flow with it, healing and higher frequency for ourselves is inevitable, okay? So... Pisces rules our hands, our feet, and our lymphatic system. And this energy has everything to do with getting and staying grounded and present in this 3D incarnation, fantasy versus reality. How are we moving forward in the world with what narrative, what story, and what belief? Okay. How are we using our hands in love to caress and connect with others? Or are they stuck wringing each other? in freeze and fret mode, or are our hands pulling someone back or striking them down? Okay. In our Pisces cycle, members of unicornwellnessstudio.com will work with the foam roller for flushing and detox of the lymphatic system, because when that system is stuck, you're going to feel tired and sluggish. And we want the detox and the release right now. Okay. They'll see fish pose, dolphin pose, mermaid crunches, boat rotations in the deep hip sockets, wrist and finger work. Um, and the wrists and the fingers and the feet, right? These are a big deal on unicorn wellness because these are the small workers that make powerful transitions in your physical vessel. And they often get overlooked. Um, we integrate hips, our deep emotional storage, um, for release and strengthening. And again, the footwork abounds in our workouts, particularly in the cycle for stability and grounding. Energetically in our workouts, we always tend to all seven traditional chakras. Plus there's an extra focus on the heart and the earth star chakras in this cycle. Now let's move into our Pisces season tarot reading. I'm pulling just one card for us, right? Because that's all we need <laughs> for the spirit in which to move through things because there's no way out but through, right? So when you're feeling stuck, if you feel blocked, if you feel low, depressed, anxious, or just mad, like you got no feels, this is the spirit in which to move through things. This is how we're going to make it to the next leg of the journey to the next step. I'm using the wild unknown tarot spirit in which to move through Pisces season for the magic spark listeners. What we got here. As always, I'll post a photo of our card in my Instagram stories the week that this is published. And then there should be a reel <laughs> in my feed. I think I'm getting better at it. Here we go. Spirit in which to move through Pisces season for us. Oh, I kind of love this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's interesting, right? It's not on the nose. That's for sure. This is the four of wands. Okay. And so if you are simply listening and, and, and you don't, aren't familiar with the wild unknown tarot, this card has got this like cool diamond shape to it. And the diamond shape actually looks like a sunburst. And at the center of it, it's blue. 
And so if you turn it on its side, it actually looks like an eye. And around the eye of this sunburst in this diamond shape, we have the four wands, right? There's two X's above and below, and it creates that other diamond in the center, okay? So the four of wands, wands are about bravery, courageousness, enthusiasm, firepower. This is magic, y'all. This is alchemy. This is willpower and drive right? Constructive willpower and drive. And four is a foundational number. It says guardian angels are present. Universe has your back. You're not alone, but you're in a cycle of laying foundations. That's not always fun. And it requires a commitment. And so in my book, the four of wands is a commitment to joy. And so here we've gone through all this Pisces business of like, do the hard thing, say the things, have the uncomfortable conversations, set your boundaries, tell people what work, what works and what doesn't work for you to protect your peace, to protect your happiness, to protect your joy, right? When we, there are some places and spaces, of course, to like, yeah, I don't need to engage in that. Like, I just don't need to engage. Actually, it's an unsafe space and they're not going to receive it. And it's going to become more of an argument. And I don't trust them to lean into this conversation or hold space for me. You don't need to engage in every conversation, right? But this season is really about picking and choosing, like, where do we get my feelings hurt? Okay. How am I, you know, participating in my feelings getting hurt over and over again? Okay. How can I just quit repeating those patterns? Or where can I put a boundary up and go, I need to do this because then I'm not going to have this response or this reaction to it. Setting boundaries, stating and communicating what no longer works for you is a commitment to joy. It is a commitment to your peace. It says my peace is worth more than your comfort, right? The phrase, see if this is going to come fluidly or not. The thing that's trying to come through is that I once said to my partner, like, I will never be silent so that you can be comfortable. And I'm sure that comes from somewhere, someone else more intelligent and wiser and, you know, than I am. But like, silence is compliance. Okay. And so this season is really about where are we compliant to our own discomfort, our own pain, now, yes, if we're really leaning into the healing work, which I do in magical mentoring and in one-on-one -on -one mentoring, that these wounds of compliance and therefore people-pleasing, oh, I can't say that. That's going to be so uncomfortable. They're going to think so many things. About it comes from the wound of worthiness, right? That our opinions in whatever way were really learned to not be worthwhile when we were younger, you know? And we come, we're in a society, a patriarchal, racist society of all of these setups that say so many of us, yes, women, <laughs> that we're patronized, we're told we're too emotional, like, oh my God, you just didn't understand where things are mansplained to us. Now, I love men and you all know that. We get into that in other places and spaces. But we look for the places and spaces, right, in our personal experiences and in the cultural paradigms and setups that have us gaslighting and doubting our own feelings, our own comfort, our own pleasure, our own peace, and our own pain, right? So this four of wands says the only way out, the spirit in which to move through things is to warrior for your joy, right? And sometimes that does require lighting a fire under somebody's ass or doing the sassy, salty thing, you know? No, I don't. I'm, I don't prescribe to being like super a-hole about it. And yet, why not? You know, like, yes, we want to try to move in a do no harm way. But when we're learning into setting boundaries and stating what does and doesn't work for us, it could be really clunky because we're not skilled at it yet. So we do have to be willing to be a little clunky and awkward <laughs> in order to get better at things, right? So in the traditional deck, the four of wands is uh, shown as like a, it's a wedding, right? There's a hoopah and there are two people underneath that hoopah. And so to me, you know, that wedding of like, Gosh, I mean, I'm recording this. Yeah, it's it's going to get published tomorrow, but I'm recording this on Valentine's Day. And bold statement, we all know Valentine's Day is a dumb, you know, where holiday and it's not real. And 
marketing will capitalize on us that we need a partner in order to be worthy and to be loved. And it's like, oh no. And thank you, Miley Cyrus for flowers, right? I can buy myself flowers, right? I can hold my own hand. That we can embrace these visions of love and commitment to things as self-love and amplification of the heart chakra right? If a wedding is a commitment to love, walk with me, y'all. That really it's a commitment to self-love and to ourselves and loving ourselves. And when you ask, you know, how do we love someone else? I mean, that's a big question, but we would have actionable ideas, right? Of keeping them safe, of perhaps, you know, providing nourishing meals. Where were we making them? Where would we buy it for them? You know, we know what love looks like, but what most of us haven't done yet is to stop and pause and go, what does love look like to me? What did I learn or experience that love look like? Because we've got some screwball ideas of what it looks like. Most of us know toxic versions of conditional love. Most of us don't experience unconditional love right? Someone loving us minus a condition that doesn't mean minus boundaries. Okay. So this card of committing to our joy, right, is really about committing to ourselves, to loving ourselves, to cultivating more self-love. And all of these are so memeable and Instagrammable, like phrases that we, we don't really know what they mean, right? But this card is not the traditional deck, right? When you turn it on its side, it does look like the evil eye, right? Protecting us from evil. Now that is a really broken (laughs) version of explaining truly what the evil eye is, but we get the gist, right? This card and the season, the spirit in which you move through it is to protect our self love and to cultivate more of it. How do we nourish ourselves? How do we love ourselves? Healthy love is about creating boundaries. Healthy love is saying that doesn't work for me. Actually, that hurts my feelings. Healthy love says, I know you meant that to be cute or kind of as a joke, but it just doesn't really work for me. And I'm trying not to throw shade about it, but can we just not repeat that again? That's what boundary setting looks like. Doesn't have to be epic could be, could be big talks, but it can just be like, "Mm, that made me uncomfortable and go, well, wait, why am I uncomfortable? Okay. I'm going to track this back. Maybe I can let it go. Right. The other bits of Pisces, maybe I just need that's on me. That's on me. Y'all that's mine. That's not yours. That little trigger. Oh, Hey, that was me. And I'm going to let it go. But when there are repeated places again, where you feel hurt, it's this moment of laying foundations of cultivating your own happiness, your joy, your peace, and your own abundance and protecting yourself in these places and spaces, right? Because the fantasy that we've been fed by the patriarchy is that there's going to be a knight in shining armor swoop us up and fix everything. Meanwhile, we're the the damn knight we were waiting for, right? We're the hero. We're the heroine. We can adjust our own things. Where can we adjust what we need adjusting? Not saying other people don't have responsibility in it. But the whole foundation of what I teach, particularly in magical mentoring work, is that we can never control what anyone else is doing. We're not here to fix people or do other people's work. The only thing we can do is continue to lean into ourselves deeper, better, more, And to understand why we're having reactions versus responses, where can we adjust the situation? Because we have power over our behaviors, right? And as we get wiser and we do more work, we understand what's a reaction versus a response, right? And then where do those reactions come from? Oh, hey, wounded inner child. Okay. Oh, hi. There's that traumatic situation. Got it. That's not what's going on right here. Cool. So there's so much love, right? I find it interesting that the spirit in which to move through this Pisces season is actually a fire card, right? Wands, 
And I love because this because the combination of fire and water creates steam. Steam is sustainable and chugs along and it's soft, right? And it's kind of whimsical, like smoke, right? So again, it's got this cool Pisces. I mean, it's Pisces season, of course, but it's saying you're not just going to be soft. It's not just going to be sad. You're going to need some fire in this in order to burn off some of the damp, right? And that if you generate steam, you could chug on through. Sustainable. Beautiful. Okay. And with that, this reading is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good of all involved. So mode it be, and so it is now. We, as a collective, will it. So this Pisces season is going to be a big one. Big doesn't have to mean like epic on the outside. The biggest shifts happen emotionally on the inside. The aha. Oh, that seems totally different now that I see it from a different perspective or feel it from a different perspective, right? Goal of this forecast is to support you, for you to harness and work with the energies it offers and not get capsized by them. As always... I hope this offering resonates. Take what works for you, leave the rest, and thank you for letting me into your collective energies in order to facilitate this channeled reading for you. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that.